welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. I hope you aren't wilting too much in the heat wave that we're having in the UK. I know I feel a little bit wilted right now, but it's okay because we've talked about how to deal with summer heat waves. We've talked about how to deal with summer issues in a previous episode of the of the podcast. So if you are struggling, just go back a couple of weeks, find the episodes where I talked about how you can find your motivation when all you want to do is sit in the garden and drink uh, gin and tonics. Fortunately, I think we're at the point where it's too hot to be sitting in the garden drinking gin and tonics. So actually sitting in a, in a room recording a podcast is actually a good way to spend your time. So that's how I'm doing this week. Love to know how you're doing. Um, more things to talk about. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this episode as the a recipe for making the best podcast for you is because I'm on a diet. Yes, summer diet. The day that I really want to eat ice cream because it's so warm. Mm-hmm, I'm actually on a diet. It's because all the news of England unlocking and actual thought and realisation that, you know what, some of those events that I've booked myself in for in autumn might actually take place in real life, which is worrying somewhat because I'd kind of banked on them being online so I could kind of get away with what I look like. It's panicking me. But of course, I'm on a diet to try and hopefully lose the lockdown lard in, you know, a week. might happen. But what happens when you're on a diet? You think of nothing but food. And because I can't live my life without relating every single part of it to podcasts and podcasting, that's why I am here bringing you my recipe to make the best podcast for you. Now, this is relevant whether you are a seasoned podcaster. And yes, I use seasoned because it sounds like, you know, seasoning or just starting out because it's always a good idea to check in with what you are doing, where you are and all that sort of thing. So I'm carrying this on throughout the episode, okay? Because we're going to start with the ingredients for your perfect podcast recipe. Number one, knowing your audience. Now, I may well have called this episode a recipe for making the best podcast for you, but actually the best podcast for you is in fact the best podcast for your audience. The only way you'll know if you're making the best podcast for your audience is to know exactly who your audience is. So ask yourself these questions. Who are you talking to? How old are they? Where are they? What are they doing when they're listening to you? What's going on in their lives? What else is bugging them for uh, their attention? What do they want from this podcast that you're doing? Is it information, entertainment, something else? Knowing your audience means you will be able to deliver the right message to them at the right time, which, let's be honest, is the name of the game. Yeah, yeah. The next ingredient on your list, know your message. And that is a sigh. The amount of podcasts I come across where I'm left baffled about what I'm supposed to do next, what I'm supposed to have learnt or what I'm supposed to have gained is actually depressingly high. And it's generally because the podcast host, podcast producer, whoever's behind the podcast has no clear goal about what they want to achieve from the podcast. 
it ends up as waffle and rambling. Or it becomes totally insular and totally, uh, you know, just about the person who's doing the podcast or nothing more than a chat between people who thought no one is listening. No thought to who is listening. So ask yourself, what do you want your listeners to come away knowing? What do you want them to come away feeling? What do you want them to do next? Write this down at the top of your prep sheet Keep it in mind and keep it in focus when you are getting your podcast ready because it's not about you. It is about your listener. The next ingredient, great content. You are telling a story and all good stories have a beginning, a middle and an end. Make sure you know your beginning, your middle and your end before you start recording. Plot the route out if you need to. I map out what I'm going to say and then I fill in the gaps. Now, I mentioned um, previously that I plan my episodes in quarterly batches. So I come up with the titles at the beginning of each quarter and then fill the blanks in weekly. So it's sort of the same when I'm writing the episodes. I'll know the title of the episode and then what I'll do is I'll bullet point all the points that I want to make. So make some subheadings to give me the outline of the episode and then I will fill those subheadings, those bullet points in a little bit more. So this means I know my beginning, my middle and my end before I get to the really heavy lifting part of the writing and of course the recording. Of course, make a few diversions along the way. That's absolutely fine. But always make sure you come back to your beginning, your middle and your end. As you know, If you've heard me speak at all, you will know that I say there is no such thing as a perfect length for a podcast. Podcasts are rarely too long, but they are too boring. So I will listen to podcasts, so anything from two minutes long all the way to an hour plus. And keep in mind, this is really important as well when it comes to content. You don't owe No, you do actually. You owe your guests, if you're having guests, the best version of them. So don't be afraid to cut out any waffle that they give. And the same when it comes to you. You owe your listeners the best version of you. So cut out any waffle. And remember, your listeners do not know what has been cut out. They can't hear what isn't published. So don't worry about losing chunks in the edit. Edit. I've edited, what, hour-long conversations into 20-minute chats because the 20 minutes were the best bit of that hour. Give someone 20 minutes of gold, not 60 minutes of, yeah, it was all right. You don't want filler. You want gold every single time. I nearly, nearly wanted to break into a bit of Spandau Ballet, but I've resisted because I want to give you great content, not me singing. Fourth on your ingredients list is great sound quality. And this is last on the ingredients list because most people will forgive poor sound quality far quicker than they will forgive poor content. However, poor sound quality is very much a loose term. I And indeed, many others are quite forgiving of audio that has been recorded in less than ideal situations, such as over Zoom or even on the phone. But I will only forgive this if it is A, good content, and B, clear enough to be heard and understood. 
and not just clear enough to be heard and understood sitting in my office with my headphones on, noise-cancelling headphones, in fact, that needs to be heard and understood in less than perfect listening conditions. My favourite test of this is the listen in the car test. And I'm sure there have been times when you've been in the car listening to something, either the radio or a podcast, and you've had to keep turning the volume up because it's become unlistenable because of the road noise drowning it out. And by road noise, I mean not only your car engine, but other cars around you and the rumble of the road as well. If you can't listen to something, guess what happens? You switch off, you switch over. It is a mental switch off and a physical switch off as well because you're reaching over and you're pressing next or you're pressing radio or you're pressing different station. It doesn't matter a jot if you've got the absolute award-winning best content in the world if you've not got the audio quality to get it heard. Also, and this is a personal bugbear of mine, make sure everybody's sound levels are the same. This means you and your guests are at the same volume. It's so frustrating having to really listen into one person or turn up the volume of one person and then get absolutely blasted by another because they're talking so much louder. Make sure your voices are on mic. Now, I do worry that I'm just starting to get into a bit of a rant and this is becoming a bit of a Charlotte's gripes about podcasting moment. But please, for the love of podcasting, talk into your microphone. You've bought it. Use it. So this is what talking into your microphone sounds like. This is what talking away from your microphone sounds like. Which do you think sounds better? That was really snarky, but I make no apologies for it. If you're recording via the internet, so a remote interview, you're in one place, your guest is in another place, make sure everybody involved is wearing headphones, has a solid internet connection and won't be disturbed. Turn your phones and your computers to do not disturb. Switch off notifications wherever it can be done so you don't get those annoying noises. I tend to just close every single thing down apart from the one window that I need open to do the recording. It's really not hard because, and I'm going to say this, those annoying noises annoy me so much. And there was one podcast I used to listen to all the time, but the host continually had notifications going off, just a little ping every now and again. And they were on their computer where they were clearly recording. And it riles me so much. I've stopped listening to the podcast. And it's a podcast that had some really cracking content, some brilliant content, but it felt lazy to me, I think. And it just felt really annoying as well. And I just thought, if you can't respect me as a listener, I'm not going to give you my time anymore because you haven't felt the urge to make your quality the best it can be. Anyway, just letting you know that sometimes it might seem like a little thing to you, but it can feel like a big thing to somebody else. But constant notifications going off really riles me especially because it's not hard to go through a pre-recording checklist. My pre-flight list is what I call it, where I just check off all the things I've needed to do. Have I turned my phone onto airplane mode? Yes, I have. Have I turned all my notifications off? Yes, I have. Am I on do not disturb? Yes, I have. Have I told people in the house that I'm going to be doing a recording? Yes, I have. Have I pressed record? Yes, I have. It's, it's literally, it's that, it's there. That's what we're talking about. Maybe I should make a, a pre-recording checklist to go along with my uh, podcast planning toolkit that you can all have. 
I'll think about that. Watch this space. So that's the ingredients I think you need for a uh, a perfect podcast. I hope you're now picturing me as Nigella looking all glamorous in a beautiful kitchen. It's a much happier image than the one I gave you last week. The reality is a lot different, if I'm being honest, because our kitchen is being redecorated at the moment. And so <laughs> it's stripped bare walls and masking tape everywhere. It's not pretty. Nigella would not be happy. Moving on to the method now. The method of making a perfect podcast using the ingredients we've just gone through. This actually is where it's down to you because you've got the ingredients. It's actually up to you how you use them. When you know your audience and your message, it will be so much easier for you to come up with a podcast that they will want to consume. You'll know if you should be doing an interview-based podcast, a solo podcast, a panel-style podcast, or maybe a more narrative-style, programmy, documentary-style podcast. Know that, and then you can work on the content. And you'll know that because you've understood what your listener wants to hear. So yeah, the ingredients are fairly standard, but it's what you do with them in your hands that make a podcast special. It's a bit like having eggs, milk and flour and having the option to make a pancake or a Yorkshire pudding. Both are great foods. Both have the same ingredients and I will happily eat them both. But I am unlikely to pop a pancake on my Sunday roast. And actually, I was going to say I'm unlikely to eat a Yorkshire pudding covered in honey and lemon. But do you know what? I reckon that could work. And not only do I reckon that could work, I'm just looking and there are plenty of sweet Yorkshire pudding recipes online. This diet is going to take a lot of willpower. But thinking about it a bit more, actually, that is just like podcasting. Podcasting, (laughs) I am comparing podcasting to pancakes and Yorkshire puddings. I'm going with it. I'm going with it because, right, bear with me. I'm thinking this as we go through. You can play around your podcast in ways that people don't necessarily expect. And in fact, I think there's a real market for that. There's a lot of podcasts out at the moment that are just the solo person. Hi, Solo Charlotte podcast. There are a lot of podcasts out there that are interview podcasts that are just very I don't want to say standard, but there is a podcast standard kind of thing where it's just I'm interviewing someone, blah, 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 chat, 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 loose, tight, not very much editing going on. And it's and it's out there. There's so much opportunity to do something different and really, really stand out, play around so that you're giving someone something they don't expect. Serve your audience the podcast equivalent of a sweet Yorkshire pudding. (laughs) I'm sticking with it because I think it's absolutely brilliant. So there we go. That's the lesson I have taught you today. We are constant. uh, We, the royal we, Princess Charlotte. I am constantly thinking about food, but actually I want you to think once you've got your podcast ingredients, what can you do to make them special in the method, in the making it. It's a bit like 
family recipes. I want you to come up with your family recipe for your podcast. So you've got the ingredients and I want you to come up with the the, the method that's going to make your podcast different to everybody else's, but right for your audience. The sweet Yorkshire pudding. I've probably gained about two stones thinking about all this food, so I think it's time for me to load up my podcast player and go for a run to get rid of this food that I've not eaten. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you're not too hungry listening to it. And I hope it's been useful for your podcast thinking, because that's what this is about. It's about trying to get you to think a little bit more about your podcast, about how you can do it to stand out, because I am hearing so many podcasts that just sound the same. They're beginning to follow a formula and you can absolutely follow a formula and you know what, nothing wrong with following a formula if it gets you started, but let's try and get podcasting a little bit more creative. And it's something I am thinking a lot about as well, about what I can do to make podcasting a little bit more creative. What can I do with my own podcast and what can I do with my clients' podcasts as well? So let me know what you think. You can always get in touch with me send me sweet Yorkshire puddings in the post. I'm sure they won't go off or anything like that. It'll be perfect. I'm on LinkedIn. You'll find me, Charlotte Foster, podcast queen. My photo is me with headphones on, glasses, mustard cardigan, and talking into a microphone. And you'll also find me on Instagram. Um, at Charlotte Foster Podcasts is where you'll find me there. I am kind of around on Twitter at CF Podcasts and kind of around on Facebook, but LinkedIn is where you'll find me most. Second, you'll find me most on Instagram. And don't forget, you can come along and join my podcast recording. I'm doing a live episode of the podcast. You will get to see how bad I actually am at recording, how much I laugh at my own jokes, and just exactly what do I edit out. You can join in. It's on a Friday afternoon. Friday the 30th of July is when it's taking place. It is free. It is online. So you don't need to wear proper clothes. Wear some clothes because I'm I'm not sure if I get to see you or not. But, you know, so wear some clothes. But, you know, you can be relaxed on the bottom, nice on the top. And on top of that, we'll do a little Q&A afterwards as well so that you can have uh, ask me some questions. And yeah. Friday the 30th, 1.30pm. Link to come along is in the show notes. Look after yourself. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.